Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Ready? Yeah. Right, Elsie, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Well done. Evie, you have a turn? Can you say Rob Beckett? Ah. Yeah? Josh Widdicombe? Ah. (laughs) Ah, lovely. Oh, cuddles. Well done. <laughs> Good one, that. The second one, I think she could be a BBC commissioner, the way she reacted to our names. <laughs> Hello, this is my three year. Oh, not sure about that. <laughs> not sure about Josh. No. You know, we don't do much to the BBC, do we, Josh? Do I do much? I do radio. You do radio. I do a lot of promo. We've got to get the mate. we got to get the beep. Well, no, we got oh. banned for the one show, didn't we? Well, I got you banned. You got banned from the one show. You got you got black marked well, from the one show. I got banned from the one show, and then they wouldn't let me and you on together, and then they let me on on my own because of Radio 2, and you've yeah. still not been on, have you? No, but I am going on again. Well, I'm, I, apparently I'm going on with Alison Hammond without you to promote Smart TV, so it's like oh, you've I heard I was going banned. on with Alison Hammond without you. This is how it starts, isn't it? It's that the management. Oh my word! They're playing us against each other. I'll be honest, Rob. I'll step back. You two can go on the one show. No, no, no. Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to take the high ground. You can go on the one show. Be my guest. Do you know the best thing about the one show? I know we talk. Is when it finishes and you get in your car back, and it's seven (laughs) thirty, and it feels fucking incredible. Hello, this is my three-year-old, 39-month-old daughter, Elsie, saying your names to the intro with a little bit of help at the end from one-year-old sister, Evie. Thank you for all of the laughs and advice every week. I'm a huge fan. Me and my mum came to see you at Wembley last year, and you were brilliant. A bit tragic, though, as I often tell other people things you've said like you're my friends. While Rob said it's better to do this, while Josh's advice is this. Keep it sexy and relatable. Emma, Tom, Elsie and Evie from... Somewhere in Kent, Gravesend, or it could be like Ely. If they went Wembley, it might be something like like Northwest London kind of thing. Ely. Well, you're not far off. In between the two, Essex. Essex. Okay. Do you know what respect coming to Wembley? Yeah, that's a yeah. mission. And also, it's fine to say pretend that we're all friends because I'm like that with the podcasts I listen to. They're Me my too. mates. I lo- I love a podcast. I'm not a big fan of like the heavily like formatted podcast. I'm going on the Kathy Burke one, Josh. I had to do a, yeah. I had to do a research chat. I, yeah, yeah, I've Josh, done it. Me, I've never done it. I've, I've done more work for that one episode of that podcast than <laughs> three years on it. <laughs> I know so many questions. What about, what, and I was like, and it's a great podcast, but I was like, I just want to have a chat with Kathy Burke. I yeah, don't, well, I don't care about my wake. Bit, bit of news when you get there, Rob. Yeah. You yeah. just have a chat with Kathy Burke. Perfect, 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 perfect. Anyway, I've got a new feature idea talking of heavily formatted, Rob. Right, okay. I'm going to open my headphones live on the show. It won't be every week. I'd argue that's not a feature. That's you arriving to work late 
and doing your. I was here first. No, it's just like when someone gets substituted on in football, and then they've still got like their necklace on and rings, and then it delays the the ah, sub. Ah, and then there's a ah, corner, ah, and ah, then the ah, managers ah, go mental. <laughs> but um, yeah, you you were here first actually. I had to battle through broken trees. We're doing this after the storm, aren't we? Yeah. The storm, mate. I like living in the countryside. Oh, the thing I hate most is the animals, right? Yeah. Slash, or neighbours, whatever you call them. No, I'm joking. The oh, animals, a bit of fun. Bit of fun. The wildlife, because they're scary. And wind. The, it's petrifying. We've still got storm. it in the town. No, you haven't, because you're blocked in. When you're in the country, it's not as... Like, in where you live, there's other houses, isn't there? Like, there's a few near me, but there's fields and gardens and stuff and big trees. It's petrifying. Do you not get scared? Tree came down in our garden when I was growing up. Massive tree came down in our garden during a storm, Rob. It's hot. I hate winds. You're inside, though. No, yeah, but wind's the worst weather. I mean, honestly, I had to put put noise-cancelling headphones on and and watch... That's um, just more storm. And I was watch- then I was watching, you know, is there any- do you ever have like a weird YouTube wormhole you go down? Uh, depends how weird. Okay. I've got, I've got a couple at the moment. Are they related to like men fighting? Well, yeah. So mainly they're, <laughs> they're sort of like street fights. You need, you need to go to like a fight club therapist. thing, Rob. No, You've got a therapist no. <laughs> for two very different ends of the spectrum. Well, no, because I've not, I actually have done therapy, but that's separate. I don't want to open up a new can of worms and go, I keep watching men fight online because I feel like that's going to cost me a fortune. And it's not really impacting my life. It's not like I'm out 3 a.m. waiting for it. Like, I just, it's a bit. No, of, but maybe you need to be beaten up or something. I just think when I'm stressed, I watch that. When I see two blokes fighting in the street, it's probably something to do with my childhood. You did box in your living room. I did, yeah, I was forced to fight in the living room at Christmas. Anyway, let's, let's not, don't start. But that's not really good. It's nothing to <laughs> do with that. I'm actually fine. So <laughs> don't tell me I'm not, okay? But I sort of think when there's two men fighting each other in an industrial estate, and I'm a bit scared about the wind, I go, it could be worse. Yeah. I could be having a fight in an industrial estate. Exactly. But now exactly. I'm just fucked up with my little headphones on, watching it. Where's Lou when you're watching your men fight? She doesn't know I do it. <laughs> so where are you? Upstairs. <laughs> so where's she? Downstairs. Well, yeah, I didn't need the second question, did I? Yeah, she's outside in the wind. Yeah. Um, so what, you go to bed early and watch men fight? Not always. Just no, occasionally. No. But I normally do it when I feel quite stressed, which is weird, oh, isn't it? man, I love the wind at the... The wind at the window. Oh, it's is, horrible. It's haunting. I, I said to Rose, that is my favourite... Put me in bed with the wind at the window. I'd stay there forever. I love really? it. Do you? Oh, oh, no. I just feel like it's going to break. Talk about snug. I feel like talk it's going to break. Snug. I feel like the window's going to break. It's not, Rob. I know. It didn't. I bet you got double glazing, haven't you? I've got double glazing, yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine, won't it? It'll be all right. But, the, cause it, but the, I can hear it come because we've got sliding doors. Sometimes it's not always fully aligned, so you can hear it whistling through. What if it gets through and catches it and it just, the windows blow off? Like, I think I watched Twister as a kid and that right. dummy. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I watched Twister too young. Do you know, you know Victoria <laughs> Park, don't you? Sorry, go on. There's a sign up, you know the big storm of 87, are you aware of that? Ah. Uh, yeah, to my mum's this. I think we actually. I think we are doing therapy. My mum said that a massive tree fell down and and it nearly hit my wind, hit my window when I was a kid. So maybe that yeah. scared me. Because well, there my, you my go. Mom, when I was one, it nearly hit the window of my house. Because it was massive. You probably won't remember the uh, eighty-seven storm, no, but, but it was, it was a huge, huge deal. Insane, yeah. There's a sign in Victoria Park. It knocked over nine hundred trees in Victoria Park. 
That, and that can't be that many trees. That, I, every, I can't be true. That must be wrong. It can't be right. There's someone. <laughs> someone. Someone. Someone help us out here. That can't. How have they got space? They've still got loads of old trees. <laughs> the old trees are old, aren't they? There's no like. Rob started Googling. His, his grass have lit enough. <laughs> I know, I'm going to <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like the storm, Josh. I didn't like the wind. Okay. Is my worst weather. There's no benefit to like too hot. At least it's hot. Do you know what I mean? Too so, hot is my worst weather. No, that's not being hot's not being hot's nice. You don't want it too no, hot. No, okay? too hot. Right? The being worst. hot's nice though. Being cold's quite cozy and snug, and there might be a bit of snow and ice, and that's fun. There's no benefit unless you like kites. There is no benefit to wind. Anyway, Josh, Shall I sorry. open my headphones? Yeah, so you've got proper headphones now that you can plug in. So that well, they're they seven quid. Set. Surely you can get better ones. Rob, you can't get the ones I like. Okay, so what, oh. is the, what is this feature then? On a podcast no one can see, they can just hear you. Well, I just thought, I'd, I'd, I've got two sets in here, Rob. Okay, okay. White and black. These are fucking shit. Are they? So yeah. they're £3.50 each, really. Yeah, £1.75 per headphone. <laughs> right, so you plug that in. Hello? Yeah, so now you're back on your computer audio. I've got it. It's oh, working. It. Is that, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? That, it, yeah, we can. So they can just stay in, plugged into your microphone all yeah. the time. So that when you come to work, you can literally just put them in. Yeah. Yeah? What a world we live in. This is going to be... We're just under four years doing this podcast. <laughs> Stephen Bartlett spent 50 grand on a setup. Yeah, I know. It's but... taking you four years to spend seven quid on headphones and, and well, you've got a spare. Right. So my question to you there is. Yes, sure. Who's the better businessman? Because <laughs> from what I can tell, Stephen Bartlett has wasted 50 grand. <laughs> Um, how's your week been? Um, how's it's good week? to hear you in both ears. So you've just had me in one ear all this time? Yeah. Do you reckon I might be too much in stereo? Um, do I think, no, <laughs> I don't think that is a problem. What are you laughing of all, at? The, of all the people I've worked with, it's possible you would be the one that's too much in stereo. Jared Christmas is ringing me at 20 past nine. Shall I answer it? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, go on. I got one, I'll tell him. Oh, hello, hello, Jared, you're on the podcast, I'm recording, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. I knew, uh, I knew my timing would be perfect. <laughs> this is a good way to get on the pod. We need to get you back anyway, Jared. How's it going? Good, mate. I'd love to come back, of course. Um, but, you know, I've had a few messages from people saying we don't want any more of your long-winded stories. So no, we love your stories, Jared. <laughs> uh, do you, can, is this a on, on podcast uh, chat or do you want me to ring you back later? Um, ring me back later. What, you, what Have you got anything to promote while you're here? Oh, yeah. Go Big on. Time. Go for it. I'm doing De Montfort Hall in Leicester on the 23rd of February. Solo stand-up show. Oh, yes, please. Go on. I've got about... I've got, there's only 300 tickets left for me to sell it out, and I've never sold a venue that well, size. Well, that's... It's massive. That's a really good... That's That means you've sold yeah. a 1,000 already. It was a ballsy move, mate. Yeah, because you've already sold a 1,000, but you want to try and get it completely full. All right, go and see Jared in Leicester, De Montfort Hall, 23rd of Feb. Yeah, 23rd of Feb. It's my solo show, Silly Billy. Oh, go and see it. Jared's amazing. Jared, I'll call yeah. you later, mate. Cool. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. Rob. Yeah. I've got a new feature idea. They're That's coming that. thick and fast. <laughs> go on. Go. The, the new headphones is breathing yeah. a new energy into your fucking head. Um. 
Go on. Uh, if celebrities want to call us between nine and ten on a Monday, they're more than welcome to promote anything they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> That's great. If you've got, if you're sat there, well, and we can have some sort of last minute speakerphone celeb, and they can quickly come and say hello, and they yeah. can promote it. Nice to hear from Jared. Go and see yeah. him, silly Billy. De there you go. Lovely. So, a great um, feature, Josh. Great feature. Don't know how we get to celebrities, but if there's any bookers listening or celebrities that want to call us, uh, you've do, got do my, you know, my number. Talking of celebrities' mums, Pauline Bunton. They come and see it. They're, big, they're both big fans of us. They both, they've come and seen us live and stuff like Pauline that. Pauline and her husband. Pauline and Emma. Oh, Pauline and Emma. The well, they're, best, they're yeah. best friends. Yeah, best because, buds. Because um, they're best buds. Um, but they're... <laughs> best buds. We're on fire today, Jeff. <laughs> I'm not very well, Rob, by the way. Okay. All right. Like, like, like I need a new co-host, not well, or... No, 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 no. Um, What's wrong with you? <laughs> It's just fucking nursery bugs, isn't it? Do you know you what? need to stop fucking those bugs, mate. <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs> nursery or oh otherwise. Oh, my God. We've had, we've had worms in the house. Oh, God. Who's that, you? No, my children. Right. Did I you... have to take the stuff. Have you had an itchy bum? I haven't, but my daughter did. Yeah, and... Are you worried about getting an itchy bum? Well, I've taken the stuff. Yeah, I am worried I about it. I thought I had worms, but it worked out that I just had really... Itchy bum because you greedy little piglet. Greedy little piglet. No, it's just because basically I'd do exercise in the morning, then I'd go and do jobs around the house, and then have a shower later on uh, to go yeah, to a gig. But basically, yeah, I was just dirty bum. Dirty bum. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, God. I just basically had a bit of a sweet dirty bum. Oh god! Oh god! But I've been showering a lot more, and yeah. if you clean your bum, it don't itch. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Well, here we go. <laughs> Who was that person that said, um, I tell you, we'll be passing that off. Emma Ward, who emailed us, who said, um, my friend well, Rob, Rob said it. My, yeah, my friend Rob suggested washing your ass. <laughs> yeah. So, it's all those little sort of tips you can get yeah. on the show. So, um, I've been, right, I've been you've not been working. Sweating yeah. at night, asthma's oh, gone oh. again. It's just, I've just, I reckon we're a year from clear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's also, as well, winter is like, even though when they're at school, Josh, you get it. You're always we, before Christmas. We were all ill, like for about three weeks, getting other stuff. But the good thing is, when you've got kids, you spread it to your mates without kids. So when you're feeling better, yeah. they all get ill. Yeah, exactly. And then you can be yeah. like, oh look, finally, finally, you've had oh, it. Sorry, the um, lid's falling off my moisturizer. Uh, do you know what Emma Bunton would be a great booking on this if she wants to come on? Pauline, do Pauline. us a favour, or Emma, if you're listening, Pauline, you know tell what? your daughter. Get- Pauline is the subject of a number one song, isn't she? Is she? Mama, <laughs> which was about their mums. Yes, of course. And, and they held pictures of their mums. So there was a picture of Pauline in the video. Right, I didn't know that. I was going to read, I yeah. was going to Google again, but you've made me self-conscious. No, um, sorry. Oh, sorry, Rob. No, sorry. no, no, don't worry. To be fair, like, I shouldn't be doing it, should I really? No, 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 it's useful. Let's we be need honest. like a little guy like uh, Joe Rogan has, where he goes, Jamie, pull it up. But then... Well, we have, we've got Michael. Yeah, but he's not listening. He basically... <laughs> He presses record and then goes back to sleep. Oh, do you want to hear my other new feature idea? Yeah, go on, go on mate. You're on, I'll tell you, you need to get ill more often. I know. You need to get ill more this often. This week. I thought this earlier this week. Yeah. Each week, Michael tells us one thing he's done uh, in his life that he definitely couldn't have done if he's got kids. So, like, what has he done this week? It's like, what's he done this week that as parents we wouldn't have the chance to do? Oh, right. So it's a bit of a bit of homework for him now. The pro- um, I don't know if Michael, how do you feel about that, Michael? 
I think that could be quite fun. I genuinely had a feature idea the other day. Oh, here we fucking oh, go. What's on? going on? New year, new me. Fucking calm down. <laughs> I'm getting tired. Can we have a break? <laughs> I'm exhausting. I thought it'd be quite fun if I um if I babysat your kids for an afternoon and reported back. Oh yeah. And then you report back. That is fun, isn't it? That yeah. is fun. Yeah. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm fully police checked, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pro- I think that'd be better looking after Josh's because I think mine would just if if they were allowed iPads, you'd just be watching two kids on iPads for four hours. <laughs> I think that'd be quite fun, Rob. <laughs> I think that is a great special. Michael babysits. No, do, no. Do you know what we should do? Is no. What we should do is we should all meet at Central London Pizza Express. Yeah, drop the kids off to Michael, and he's got he does all four. All four. He has to have lunch with all four, and we should. Yeah, f- um, we can video it. We can video it like, from a distance. Mike them all yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I'm game. Yeah, that'll be funny. Um, right, I'll tell you what. We're absolutely flying with features now. Well, let's get back to basics. How's, how's your yeah. week been, Josh? Um, so worms. Yeah, worms. Yeah, of course. Um, so did you know this about worms, Rob? Come on. Because Rose has got a friend, like Rose's best friend has got slightly older kids. Yeah. So Rose often goes to her and goes, what do you do in this situation? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And she said, do you know how you check for worms? God. This God. is fucking horrible. Oh, I don't know. Come on. So do you know how worms breed? No. They crawl out of the arse at night. This is why the arse gets itchy at night. And lay their eggs on, like, sheets and stuff. And then crawl back in the arse. And then crawl back in the arse. I don't know if they go back in. They must do. And so, yeah. Why do kids get it then? What? Why do do kids get it then? Why don't adults get worms? Adults do get worms, don't they? But I think kids, it's much more prevalent in kids. Right, okay. Because... um, I'm going to Google. Carry on. Yeah. Um, it lights you up. It's amazing. It's like, you know that bit in Pulp Fiction when they open that suitcase? Right. Threadworm, threadworm is spread when children scratch their bottom, causing the eggs to collect under their fingernails. Fucking hell, I didn't think you could get Oh, my words. God. Oh, my God. So, obviously, oh. they're not washing their hands as much. Then the girl, they carry the yeah, worms back. Yeah, wash to, your hands a lot. Then, then they carry the worms back to their mouths with their hands. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. But aren't they just putting it back in themselves, the then? can survive up to two weeks outside the body. This is alien. Yeah, I haven't given you the worst bit, Rob. No. So she said, if you're worried your child's got worms, yeah. let them go to sleep, and then about an hour later, go up and look, and if the worms are crawling out their ass, you can see it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's just a pedo's alley by, isn't it? <laughs> wandering around the streets checking for Fred worms. All right, mate, of course you are, you dirty butt. You've checked four times this week. Yeah, if, if, if you find me in Pizza Express looking. <laughs> <laughs> Michael? Um, um, right, so did you, so did you see them? No, we just gave them the medicine. I just like, feel like... I'm going to give them the medicine anyway. I don't yeah, need I it confirmed <laughs> by something. Because ne- once you've seen them, you can never unsee them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you and, know what I mean? And if, if the medicine's not going to harm them if there isn't worms. So you might no, as well exactly. give them yeah. the medicine and not creep upstairs, lift the sheet, <laughs> spread the cheeks and have a butcher's with your iPhone and a flashlight. <laughs> God. Oh, dear. So you're, you're yeah. all wormed up. Yeah. Um, Anything else going down? I'm trying to breathe through my nose. As opposed to? Mouth. <laughs> what, 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 so, sorry, so what? 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 what, what, what is this a new thing you do? I got recommended a book about breathing. breath, about breathing. 
because I'm very, because everyone who has ever talked to me about my interminable, boring neck and shoulder issues yeah. says because I breathe really tightly up here, like like that. All oh, right, rather than through your nose, rather than relaxed breathing. So I started reading a book about breath, and it's like, really got in my head, and it's <laughs> and I can't get it out. So, so how, how bad it is breathing through your mouth? Yeah, that's it's really bad for you breathing through your mouth. But now, I bet you, oh, now I'm overthinking it and I can't speak. It's, <laughs> this is what my week's been like. All I can think about at all points. And I'm listening to the audio book and I can't concentrate because I'm too busy working on my breathing. I can't breathe or speak at the moment now. I'm just thinking. <laughs> it's fucking awful. But breathe through your nose if you can, people. Yeah. Um, because we're meant to. It's interesting, though. Um, not to, you really know. knocking my rhythm off, Josh. I can't do <laughs> <talk laughs> Sorry, go on. So we were made to breathe like thousands of years ago. Yeah. If you're one of those people that believes in evolution, I'm trying to open it up to everyone. Um, <laughs> Let's not lose any Christians. <laughs> the far right in Texas. How are listening figures in Texas, Michael? Have they, have they held firm? Um, anyway. We've lost 200 pastors that used to listen. <laughs> um, so, Cause we were, it's like the shape of our heads. Um, there's something about the shape. I can't remember it now. Right, okay. This is Let's... like when I go on QI and I'm out of my depth. Let's move on. So I've, I'm trying to breathe through my nose. <laughs> okay, well done. Good. Good work. Sharing. Let me talk to you about sharing. <laughs> okay. So I, I quite t- like it all, Josh. You're all over. This is a... Fucking fuck. It feels really loose. It feels like fucking jazz. <laughs> so, um, you know, my daughters, um, they're quite... They're quite relationship heavy at school, right? The boys and the girls. There's 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 always like this person's going to marry this person yep. and a lot of that, yeah, yeah. And then one of the dads uh, texted me yesterday and he said things I didn't expect to hear on a Sunday night. And his son, because you you encourage your children to share. I'm going to change the names of every every child in this. Yeah. He said words I did not expect to hear on Sunday, part three hundred and twenty two. Brian and I can share. Sorry, you can't use the name Brian. Sorry, I panicked. <laughs> like, I get what you're doing, but it, it, it's going to ruin it by using Brian. As, I know Can I can't, but the me... thought of Brian as a child, it, I, I, it's, I'm gone. I can't. All I'm doing now is thinking of the other names you're going to just pick out your head. Oh, I'm panicking. Okay, so Brian, go on. No, I can't go Brian. I just need Sam, a girl's Sam, name as well. A, Sam, a, a is that for the boy? Yeah. And the girl? Uh, Jessica. Jessica. Right. So this was the boy. In my head, Brian's watching Sam and Jessica now. So, right. Go, go. Brian is the kid who's talking. We're still having so, Brian, okay. We, but we're not going to mention him because he's, he's referred to as I in the text. Right, okay, cool. My daughter is Jessica. Yeah. And Brian's friend is Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And bear in mind, Brian and my daughter had an on and off thing. Brian and another girl, call her, you know, Winona. They've been having a thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, Brian said to his dad, uh, Sam and I can share Jessica. Oh. And you're trying to encourage your kids to share. But you've got... <laughs> In that context, Sharing's kind. Sharing's kind, exactly. <laughs> it's good to share. Exactly. But don't be context, selfish. <laughs> In some contexts, it doesn't sound ideal. No. But share, yeah, we can share her. And how does Jessica feel about that? She doesn't know. She doesn't know. Oh, classic Brian. 
Sneaky <laughs> <laughs> little Brian. Share, yeah, that you, uh, yeah, it's a difficult conversation, isn't it, about sharing? Yeah, yeah. They talk, they talk about smooch kissing and kissing the kids. Like, oh, you're going to smooch kiss to me and me and Lou? Oh, like, yeah. Like, if we're going out on a date. Like, say we're going out and the, the grandparents are... Um, yeah. looking after him. Like, oh, you're going out on a day, a romantic dinner without the kids. We're like, yeah, going, are you going to smooch kiss? So they're just sort of like, <laughs> so Lou went out Friday. And are you? Well, sometimes. Oh. We smooch kiss. Across the table? No, I wouldn't say we, no, we wouldn't like, like snog across the yeah. table in a restaurant. No. <laughs> um, we wouldn't do that. Um, so Lou went out for some drinks with some like mates, right? Just around mm. one of their houses. Left the house at 7.15. Yeah. Guess what time oh. she came home? Nine. No, it's late. One. Late. No. Two. Late. Fuck off. Three. Late. What? <laughs> she came in at 4 a.m. Wow. So I was in bed. I was in bed. And I, I normally try and stay up, like, stay up for her because I was like half 12... I thought it'd be about half 12, one, right? And then, because uh, they're, they're at someone's house, so it's not like kicking out like a pub or a restaurant. And then I woke up at one and I was like, are you okay? She went, yeah, fine, just having a laugh and a chat and some drinks. So like that. Anyway, and then my daughter coming, she had like a nightmare. So I went, I'll just get in with me because I couldn't be bothered to, yeah, yeah. you know, sort that out. And then um, I woke up again at half two and I texted Lou and went, are you okay? She went, yeah, fine. I went, I'll just say, you know, she's in my, our bed. So, yeah. you know, just there's, there's a kid just in Just so saying I've replaced you. <laughs> Sharing. I'm being shared. Yeah. yeah. She's not, just there's someone else in the bed. Not our kids, just a couple of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I, and then she went, Oh, okay. She went, Well, looks like I'm sleeping in the bunk bed then. And then the next day was had some friend round and then he came downstairs and went, Mummy. And it was she was out holding Lou's bra. Why is your bra on my bedroom floor? <laughs> so she crashed out in there and left her like bra on the floor of the room. Oh and, what time did she get up? Well, about, no, she was up, I'd say, the kids came in at six, like, to wake us up, so we gave right. them their iPads. So she'd had two hours. Yeah, so, because we give the kids iPads weekend mornings. They don't have it during yeah. the week, but in the mornings, when they wake up, sixes, they have their iPads for a couple of hours, and we sleep, right? Yeah. And that's what we do. I thought that was quite normal. I don't know if people do that, but that's what we do. I, th- I think that's uh, totally well, acceptable. I was playing football once, one of the school dads went, oh, we finally convinced our kids to lie in so we could have a lie-in. Well, what's that? It went, oh, yeah, they didn't get up till eight. And I was like, oh, so what they doing? Oh, they just played but not wake us up till eight. And I was like, mate, you give them a iPad Saturday and Sunday mornings, you get lying two yeah, days yeah. in a row. That's You need it to survive. Anyway, so we did that. And then, so I think Lou got up about half seven. Um, Three and a half hours. Fucking and, uh, mate, hell, that's she old school. Was, she was so hungover. She I was bet. just like, you know, when someone's like not with it, just like, like every time she sat down, sort of like passed out. She was still rough the next day a little bit. And um, Oh, man. We were supposed really? To be, so we were supposed to be going to a friend's for dinner on the Saturday night. And also she was supposed to be taking our daughter to a trampoline party from 5 oh till 7 p.m. Oh, my God. I said, look, I'll do trampoline party because you're hungover. So I did that. And then it was about 4 o'clock before I was going, getting, the, getting my daughter ready. I heard a cheer upstairs. I imagine like Plymouth being promoted cheer. Yeah. I was like, what's that? Yeah. Oh, and I could just say, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, what's that? What's that? She went, Jess and Steve have cancelled and I didn't even have to ask. She's not well. 
<laughs> she was like fist bumping because we were like we wanted, we wanted yeah. to go. We love seeing them, but she was oh in a bad God, way. Yeah. And it was take a away, take away in bed at nine pm. Yeah, they cancelled. They we we ordered a takeaway pizza. She, she had one, but oh, she was also still still suggested it was just tiredness. I hate that. Me too. I, I'm just tired. I'm not hungover. I'm just tired. Yeah. So we ordered a pizza about seven, eight o'clock. Look, takeaway pizza because she was hungover. Anyway, she had one bite of it at quarter past nine and said, I feel sick. I'm going to bed. And I was like, that I have never been so tired that pizza's no. made me sick. No. It's it's not yeah. tiredness. You're hungover. You got over excited. You have. And she says, "Lou on Sunday went. I've just realised I have no business staying out after four a.m. Fucking hell! I know. And it was only twenty minutes away. The the, the, the person's house. So she it wasn't like she was oh up in town. God, that's and it was so, an hour and a half home. That is fucking amazing. Do you know what? Respect it. Actually, yeah. respect that. That is incredible. Oh, Do you think you'll ever stay out till four again, Rob? No, because I do enough of that, like driving back from North Allerton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like just the thought of that, the services. Cause it's I, yeah. so weird that because we were talking about to someone who um, goes to Cornwall and we were like, when we go with the kids, we're going to just drive, set off at 6 p.m., yeah. get there at midnight, 1 a.m. Yeah. Fine. They can sleep. And they were like, oh, you all right driving at that? You know, that's late to drive. And I thought... It just doesn't even touch the sides no. with me because I've spent so much of my life in a car between 10 p.m. and 3 a.m. It's a waste of a life, isn't it? It's it, so I, weird. It, look, Going into the services and there's this kind of sadness around the whole building. <laughs> there's a, like, you, you're just surrounded by people where, like, something awful's happened. Like, they've been burgled and they just need to go somewhere or they're like in a breakup or they can't yeah. go home. They don't feel safe or they're doing a terrible new job or whatever. And yeah. I'm like, this is just like, when you're on tour, like five nights a week here. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that for no money as well. Yeah. For about oh, three years hell. or four years, we'd yeah. do that. And it's, yeah, that late night oh, services. Even the truckers have gone to bed. They're tapped up in bed. Oh, my God. What a life. What but a yeah, life. But I, it's, I quite like driving. Fair play to Lou. Do you know what? I'm going to say it. Go on. That is um, an incredible performance by Lou to do till 4 a.m. Well, my, my well, I, you know, I respect I respect it, to be honest. Um, but I, I, I was, uh, now, now we've had kids and we got up earlier. I used to be a, right, finish the gig at 10, straight in the car, let's get home 2, 3 in the morning. But now I'm a, let's get my head down and I just get up at 5 and then I'm home by like 9 a.m. What are you staying in a hotel? I'd rather come... stay in a hotel or drive oh. for a couple of hours, get a couple of hours sleep, and then get up and go again because you get back at three, four, you can't go to sleep, then you sort of end off yeah. end up going to sleep. Do you know at my six. problem, Rob? When I've got to get up early, I find it too much pressure. <laughs> so if I was like, I'm gonna You'd just be go back to the hotel, the I'll be thinking, fuck, I've got to get up at five AM. I could be I could be driving home now. Why am I not driving home now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Well we, look, yeah. we're different people, Josh. More more great advice from Rob and Josh. More <laughs> great advice. I was like, this is right. I was trying to get our kids to eat more food, right, Josh? Oh, yeah. They don't eat much. So we had one of them like ready meal cottage pie. We've been buying a few ready meals, like the, in Marks and Spencer's, the kids' ones, like yeah. cottage Tom pie. Tom yeah. giving you some kickbacks. No, he hasn't actually. I should go shopping with him trying to get a discount. <laughs> I start, every time I go with Marks and Spencer's, they go, oh, have you got a discount? Like, I think I've said this before. I go, no, I haven't. I'm like, oh, Tom Allen and Fred Sirix have. I was like, oh, fuck them. Because I haven't. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so um, but I, I, so we, I had a cottage pie and it was going out of date. And they had dinner, yeah. they had their normal dinner. And I, and I said, look, here's the cottage pie, have a taste of it. It's going out of date anyway, like have a spoonful of it. And whatever you don't eat, I'll have. Anyway, so I spooned on the side of their plate, like a bit of cottage pie like that. And I went, just try a bit. And it, they both started crying. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, oh. I was like, just mashed potato and a bit like, you, I went, you have bolognese, yeah. that's beef, just less tomato in it, and you have mash. It's not, I'm not yeah. feeding so mentally. It's, but, do you know what, Rob? It's, I think it's all power, isn't it? Furia. Well, it's so weird because my daughter's like that, but my son will eat whatever you put in front of him. Right. It's like, and you're right. It's like you'd eat these things individually, but if, if it's touched an avocado, you can't eat the pepper, but you would eat the pepper normally. <laughs> yeah, so my daughter loves avocado and like avocado on toast or avocado just cut up, right? Yeah. We'll eat that. Um, and she loves rice and like the little soup. She loves a little sushi wrap. You know, like the little ones with cucumber in yeah, yeah. or the little ones with avocado. She'll eat the ones with cucumber in, but won't eat the ones with avocado in. But she'll poke out the avocado and eat that separately, but then eat the rice. Yeah. And I yeah. just like, and the thing is, like, it's not like they've been sheltered or I don't eat. I eat no. all sorts in front of them. I always go, do you want to try a bit? And don't fall, yeah. and it's not like I force it on them. They just got no interest. It's it's really interesting because the the worst thing you can do, I think, another one of our tips, um, is like try and force them or make it an emotional situation yeah. or anything because it's just going to create bad vibes around food. I also think as well. If they are eating enough healthy stuff, maybe they haven't got a massive broad palate of what they exactly. eat. If you are eating enough carb, protein and veg, sure, it's always broccoli. Yeah, yeah else, exactly. You're, like, you're having broccoli. It's always red pepper and it's yeah, always broccoli. Whatever is their thing yeah. or it's always chicken or it's always like whatever. At least they have it like, I, I don't, I feel like with like the childhood obesity thing going on, it's like if they're getting enough, you don't have to force them for more. No, you know I mean? no, exactly. There's a, a period when... um. David Bowie, when he was, uh, he survived purely on milk, red peppers, and cocaine. <laughs> and my, daughter's, my, my daughter's not far off that. Like, just she, bit, she's just milk and red peppers. She's there. Just, hey, but, <laughs> but she's eating, you are right. She's eating vegetables. She's just not eating an array of them. It's difficult yes. when you go, it's difficult when you go out. That's when it's difficult. Yeah, but also, as well, it's like, we are taking them to those places. I know. It's like, I don't really like, what don't, what do, I eat anything. What don't I, I hate liver, right? I hate liver. Yeah, yeah Imagine yeah. if there was like, I was a child and my parents exactly. took me somewhere that just like specialised in liver. Exactly. Like, I ain't getting yeah. there. No, totally. I mean, I've invented a totally. mental restaurant. Absolutely yeah, yeah. But, you know, terrible business do, decision. probably do quite well in East London. <laughs> what, liver and bacon, that's all we do. Liver and bacon and man. The smell of liver still does me, I did. Um, um yeah, but so, yes, I totally agree, Rob. Totally agree. I just agree. when they're crying because they burst into tears as well when when we couldn't go when we weren't going out on Saturday because our friends weren't well and they cancelled the plans. Yeah, they were very excited about it. the nan and granddad coming or nana and amps whatever they they call them nana and amps were coming round to look after them. So they went, "Well, what time's nana and amps getting?" He was like, "Oh, they're not coming now because um, Jess isn't very well, so we're not we're not we're not going there now." They both burst into tears and says, "But we don't want you." We want them. <laughs> and then we have to try and like FaceTime them. Oh. Pathetic. This is pathetic. Um, I've got a story of stage fright, Rob. Oh, go on. What, we in stage fright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know my stage fright issues. Yeah, have you not? I thought you sorted that out, didn't you? Uh, no. So you're still too scared to wee when there's someone near you in the toilets? Yeah. When you go to the gym, do you get your knob out or do you face the wall? I don't mind that. That's, I'm totally fine getting my knob out because it's not like my knob then has to work. 
Could we call that the episode title? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't mind your knob out if it's off oh, duty? It's not a problem with people seeing my knob. People can, can look get, at my can knob get an erection want. in public. Big time, mate. <laughs> That's not a problem. So it's just weeing. Yeah. Right, so, you, so if you don't mind a naked penis in a gym... No, 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 none of that. That's yeah. not the problem. Right, okay. It's the thought in my head of, wouldn't it be awful if I don't piss now? Yes. Ah. Right, and then it doesn't. Yeah. Right. The moment you thought that, it's game over. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try and think that and see if it stops me. Okay. Yeah. So um, I was doing Always Be Comedy. Yeah. Uh, back, on, back on the horse. I've done four gigs now. You enjoying it? We're doing one together on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I did the first three. I thought, I fucking nailed stand-up. Do you know what? The break I had. <laughs> I've come back so much better. The fourth one was the biggest lesson I've ever had. And the fourth one was probably the most necessary of all the gigs. Yeah. That, that I would say, brought me up short. Okay. But what ha- what happened then? Just didn't, it did nothing it just really didn't fly? didn't fly. I made a mistake early doors, Rob. I'm still learning. What's the mistake? I said I wish I was at home watching The Traitors. Don't remind them that there's a better option. No, I know. You can't. That's, that is your first mistake. mistake. I thought we'd all have a laugh about it, and actually it came across as too truthful when I said it. Yeah, because I think you meant it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're all automatically going, oh, yeah, that would be better, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it's a shame that he doesn't want to be here, isn't no, it? Got, he's got, he's got, yeah, he's fucking doing this because he doesn't want to do it. Fucking idiot. Yeah, fucking, um, I've just got babysit for this. I'm shuffling out all the way to this yeah. gig and I've got this little fella saying he don't want to be here. Well, do you yeah. know what? I don't want to be here either, actually. Yeah. So there was that atmosphere going on. <laughs> Lovely. That's what no, I call it. Was fine. Fun. It was fine. It was fine. But it wasn't as good as the last ones. Um, uh, anyway, beforehand, I went to the toilet. It's a two-man urinal with one cubicle. Right, okay. So I thought, there's no one in here. I can probably do urinal. Big mistake. Yep. Get my knob out. Instant I do. Someone walks in. Right. Big guy, I little think, guy? Um, medium guy. Medium guy. But I think I'm just going to pretend I've finished. Yeah. Rather than stand here. I still do think it's barbaric. In 2023, you just have to stand and with your cock out facing <laughs> a wall with so some mates and just some strangers. So I don't like sitting next to someone on the train. Never mind that close of your cock out. It's so weird. And I'm a pre- I'm pretty loose. You know, I'm a loose guy. Yeah. I don't like pissing your arms. Never have. Always go cubicle if it's yeah. available. Why I didn't, I don't know. So I'm like, I'm not going to manage it now. I'm just going to pretend I'm finishing as he walked in and leave. And I'll just come back. I need to get a drink and then I'll come back. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Do you wash your hands then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to play out the scenario. Yeah, even though there's been no piss. You just You're still I've still touched it though, haven't yeah, but I? Your knob's not dirty, is it? Rob, remember what? your ass. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's not your knob's not been in my ass, has it? We do this on <laughs> Zoom. <No. laughs> um Rob, so, remember your ass. Remember your ass, ma'am. <laughs> no um, New Year's resolution. Remember your ass, boy. Um, so I uh then went to the bar. Yep. I uh, got myself a, a pint of uh, sparkling water. Yeah. Thought, went back to the toilet. Yeah. The guy was still in there washing his hands. Oh. As I walked in, we both looked at each other and we both knew what, what happened, Rob. Oh, did he say Did he say anything? No. You, I just. So now, if anyone sees you in a urinal, would it yeah. help if they looked at you and went, 
Do you need some help? No, I wouldn't. Do you want me to distract you so you piss? So what uh, you're saying is if you see Josh as a loyal listener, you just look at him and just say, do you need a hand? <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we both looked at each other. It was just incredibly awkward, Rob, because he'd seen me finish pissing, wash mm. my hands, leave, go and get a drink and walk back in 30 seconds later as he's washing his hands. And then could you go? No. Still. <laughs> so what, you just stood there again. I went into the cubicle. I went into the cubicle. Right. This and then time. could you go in the cubicle? Yeah, but I had, he had to leave. The, uh, by this point, my, my mind had gone. Right, <laughs> your head's gone. My so, head's gone. So he, you still had to wait for that door to shut before you could? Yeah. See, I only have that if I'm doing a number two, and I know it's going to be a big one. I wait to do the big push do you? when it's empty. Do you? Or sometimes yeah. I'll flush and shit. Will you? Almost to take it down, take it all down to, in one big go. Occasionally, Rob. This is just, what are we talking about? I've been known to put music on. What, like on your headphones or just on my, out no, on my phone? To just drown it out a bit. Oh. I do the tap on. If I'm doing a poo at someone's house, I'd put the tap on. Do you? I've got the tap I don't do a poo at someone's house. Well, what if I you just don't think it's on. You just got to hold it in. Nah. I just don't think it's on. Come on, you're all stuffed up and you can't breathe through your nose. I've got a friend in their house. They've got a toilet. So the stairs go down into the kitchen. Yeah. It's a um, basement level kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And under the stairs is the toilet. But it's probably as far away from the table as... Like, imagine... Imagine just there was a toilet in the room with just a small door. That's basically what it okay. is. Yeah. And you had and a so you go to the toilet. No, I didn't have a poo. But you go to the toilet and you can hear. You're basically still at the table. Yeah, so I have a little hatch so you can keep the conversation going. <laughs> All right. I thought they're very different having a little hatch in the toilet, Rob. Um, Josh, um, I don't know if you've got anything else from your week, but there's a couple of really good boomer stories I wanted oh, to yes, do. Oh, please. If you yeah, want them. On. Yeah, go on. Okay, these are, these are great. So <laughs> listen to this, right? This one's from Steve in Stamford in Lincolnshire. Yeah. Hello, Rob and Josh. Are you sexy and relatable beasts? Thought I'd write in about a quite, frankly, horrific and harrowing experience my father put me through at approximately seven years old and throughout my childhood, to be honest. Whenever my dad had one of his horrendous and unforgettable farts brewing and ready to go, he would sit on my chest hold both of my tiny seven-year-old arms down with one hand and cover my mouth with the other. That's so I had no choice to inhale through the nostrils only. Maybe you could get Rose to do that for you and then you'll breathe properly. <laughs> without the flatulence. Anyway, because this dad proceeded to create what can only be described as otherworldly and rotten farts beyond anything I've smelt before or since. He would then piss himself laughing and repeat the process whenever he could. I'm not sure if you can describe this as boomer parent or just sick, but I did tell my daughter about how he used to do this and how traumatising it was. Now, whenever I fart near my daughter and try to have a more light-hearted approach to her smelling my produce, she proceeds to shout, don't be your dad, don't be your dad. Oh, wow. Fair quite, play to the daughter. a good thing for yeah. a kid to shout at you. This always reminds me of potential dangers of the abused becoming the abuser. <laughs> And I'm sure not to go as far as my old man did. Love the podcast. That's Stevie yeah. from Stamford. Um, yeah, that is all. That is. I that did. Is I once farted in my daughter's face and thought it was funny, but it was awful, and I regretted it and had to apologise immediately. But I didn't hold it down. I was sort of just walking past, and it was so yeah. bad. You know, you're just having a moment of madness. 
and it <laughs> kicked off. And then when she like ran and told Lou, Lou was like, "What did you do, Rob?" I was like, um, and, like "You have to like say it out loud." I was like, "Oh no, oh no, this." I was like, "This don't look good in an email, does it?" <laughs> and then they still bring it up now. It's awful. I feel bad. Sorry, girls. Oh god, for listening in about twenty years. Now this one is quite traumatizing. This Josh. Go on. This one's hardcore. Okay, so uh, yeah, so tr- trigger warning. It's about de- about death. Okay, oh, but it's still no. quite funny. But it's, it is <laughs> okay. Nineteen twenties boomer. Do you hear that, Josh? Fucking hell, we've got some old listeners. Nineteen twenties. Listen to this. Hi guys, love the podcast. I'm a listener from the United States, formerly New York, recently moved to Maryland. I have a boomer story for you. The apostrophes are because technically it's not from a boomer, but about three generations before that. This is proper old school parenting. Oh, wow. My grandmother's boyfriend told me this story. Oh. Elmer was 103 years old when he told me this. So it would have happened in 1920 or so. He was about five years old when his father, who was a railway worker, was sadly hit by a train and died. The following day, his uncle took him and his brother down to the tracks to where it happened to look for any of his father's belongings that might have been left. Oh, my fucking Insane decision. Yeah. They did find something. They found his hand. Oh, my God. Fucking Nora. I'm not surprised this memory survived. I'm sure it haunted him (laughs) and his brother for years. Oh, my God. Keep up the good work. Stay sexy or relatable. Please tell the US, either together or individually, I'm not picky. Kristen Cox from Frederick, Maryland. That, that is, is awful. incredible. I do think, like, sometimes with these boomer stories, I feel we, we sort of moan and slag off a little bit. Oh, it was mad what it was like. But, like, each generation improves. So, like, what, they, what boomers were doing was 10 times better than what was happening before them. So yeah. it's all, you've got to give it all a pinch of salt. And, you know, these stories are a bit of fun. And people, you know, parenting changes, Josh. There'll be Thank people God. playing this whole podcast back as examples of terrible parenting in about eight Exactly, years. exactly. Well, you just fired in your child's face, Rob. Oh, so yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, I did. Right, um, small business shout-outs? Small business shout-outs. SBS. Here we go. Right. SBSO. Hi, Rob and Josh. Please would you give a small business shout-out for my brother-in-law, Roberto, who bakes and sells sourdough bread from his North London home. He sells from various markets, including High Barnet, Tufnell Park, and Little Haddam. He has a growing customer base, and his bread is fantastic. My two-year-old son, Charlie, always insists his toast is made from Uncle Rob's bread. Roberto's business is called Molica Bakes, M-O-L-L-I-C-A. Um, Molica Bakes. You can find him on Instagram, Molica underscore Bakes, and his website, MolicaBakes.co.uk. Please check him out if you're a sourdough fan. Thanks you for the podcast. My husband and I never miss an episode. Hi, mate. Or hi, Rob and George. Might be more suitable. Love your podcast. I usually listen on the way to collect my kids from school as it helps me remember that we're all in this mad mess together. Would love to get a small business shout out for my husband's new venture if possible. Rich Casement, oh, ri- sorry, that's his name. Um, Rich Casement, <laughs> I thought that was the name. <laughs> Remember, breathe through your nose and don't panic. <laughs> Rich Casement is a super hard, is my super hardworking husband, and has recently <laughs> launched 
is alcohol-free beer called Clean Break. Okay. It could be called Rich Casement, though, couldn't it, an alcohol-free beer? Rich Casement, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a great name. No, not brilliant. <laughs> you could call something anything, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You could, you could call it Don't Wash Your Ass, Get an Itchy Ass, Brewing Co. <laughs> oh, people could do that as well. Not wash their ass, they could see that, being a can of fucking beer and... Do you know what I've noticed? Pizza I've had four phone calls, right, from different people. People are doing dry January and they're way too fucking on it Monday morning, to my liking. <laughs> no one's hung over. No one's had a big Do one at the weekend. No one's on my case. Sorry, yeah. Carl. Oh, no, no, anyway, you should, yeah, like you say, non alcoholic drink. <laughs> Clean break, it's called, yep. which makes much more sense than Rich Casement. Yeah, of course. It's been one year of trading and it's been recognised as a great pale ale. It won silver in the low stroke no category at the IWSC Awards. Um, okay. But being a super small business, did you host that one, Rob? Feels like something you'd no, host. No, but I'm hosting one coming up and the previous hosts have been Lee Hurst, Jim Davidson and Les Dennis. <laughs> so I'm going to have to rewrite um, my jokes. What does more. that tell you about your act, Rob? It tells me either <laughs> um, they're going to be very disappointed or I've gone bad. <laughs> so if I do have a good gig, yeah, I, sort, need to- I sort of feel like maybe I need to have a little look at my notes and go, <laughs> sure, you're not a big fan of you, Les, but you don't need to go down this road, Rob. Being a small, super small business with crazy tight budgets, spreading brand awareness is a real slow burn. We'd be eternally grateful if you could mention us on your podcast and we'll send you a case of beers each too. We don't need the case of beers. We'll do it for free. We don't want to get the, we don't want to get the kickbacks. <laughs> His AF beer is called Clean Break uh, Progression Pale Ale and the website is www.cleanbreakbrewing.com. You can follow them on Insta at Clean Break Brewing. Thanks a mil, guys. Bridget Casement. Bridget Casement. Oh, that's the Rich, name. Rich and Bridge. Um, thanks, guys. We'll see you um, on Friday. We've got um, Miles Jupp. Back for the second time, but this time the sound will be good enough for us to put it out. Yeah, we did. We, he was our first ever interview, but we never put it out, so we're going to apologise yeah. for that to him. Yeah. But if anything, it's what helped him because it, we, more people listen now, so we better yeah. to sell tickets to his tour. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Do you ever feel like topical comedy only ever tends to come from one angle? Well, I'm Jeff Norcott, host of What Most People Think, and my show jokes about all sides, jokes about Tories, jokes about Labour, jokes about everyone. If there's any Lib Dems listening, there isn't. <laughs> with returning guests from across the political spectrum, including Ramesh Ranganathan, Simon Evans, Catherine Ryan, Constantine Kissing, David Baddiel, Andrew Doyle, Al Murray, and more. Sometimes we'll make good points, sometimes we'll make cheap jokes, but whatever we do, we'll be trying our best to get to the heart of what most people think. What is Oh My Dog with Jack D and Sean Walsh? This is what happens when two thick people make a podcast. (laughs) Come together and talk about the moronic things they've done. What about dogs? So Jack and Sean, do they talk about dogs? No, sometimes they just talk about their illnesses. Who should listen? You don't have to be mad to listen to this. (laughs) Yes, you do. When you consider how many quality podcasts there are out there. You've got to be off your nut to think, oh, I'll listen to this instead. Seriously, though, what is it? What is Oh My Dog? Well, they, you know, they get a guest on and they talk about dogs. I mean, sometimes there's not a guest. Because they don't turn up. Sometimes one of the presenters is late 
Because he gets yeah. locked out of his house. But I don't really know what it is, actually. Yeah, it's just a shambles. Any final thoughts? We're just two gentlemen running a podcast. Maybe yeah. it's called Oh My Dog, because it's what a podcast would be like if it was managed by dogs. <laughs> oh My Dog with Jack D and Sean Walsh. New episode every Monday.